What is up, everybody? Welcome back to What's the Dill episode 40. Let me check the computer right here. It's 45, 45. And Easter just happened. How are y'all feeling? How are y'all feeling with your Lenten sacrifices, the things you did during Lent? Because now that's over. You can eat your chocolates. You can eat your sweets. You can get back on social media. It's over now. How did you do? Um, I know for me this Lent, I was looking forward to really trying to get some answers from God and really try to make some sacrifices and fast and sacrifice um, to have like a big Lent. And it went okay for me, honestly. I, I didn't have like... I would say the most like effective Lent. I think what I learned in my sacrifices, which was not eating between meals, um, and then not eating between meals, that was the big one. And then I wanted to get to adoration and mass at least once a week, um, and then no alcohol during the week. Um, I I didn't I, I had a, a couple beers a couple times during the week, but for the most part, that was kind of like a non-factor in my in my Lent. Cause I, I don't I didn't like drink a ton at all during the weeks anyway. So you know, it wasn't that like hard or sacrificial. The no eating between meals, that one was huge. Um, every single day I thought about it. Every single day I was thinking about eating between meals. Every single day I was saying a little prayer for my hunger, offering it up for all of you and for just like prayers, whatever. Like, all right, Lord, I offer up this hunger for whoever needs it because uh, I was getting pretty hungry sometimes. I was kind of wanting to eat at work, you know, at the office. They kept doing a snack day at the office. Some days during the week, they'd be like, all right, everyone, we're putting out snacks at the table. You know, it's like Nutter Butters, fruit snacks, you know, sun chips. And I was just there like drinking a black coffee. Oh, no, I'm good. I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm good, guys. I don't need any. People are like, all right, fine. More, more for us. Um, so it, I, I, that was a good one for me this year, this Lent. And then going to Mass Adoration at least once a week, I, I didn't do it as much as I, I promised or said I was going to. Um, I found I had a hard time trying to find different times to go to um, mass during the week. And I know that sounds like it sounds bad because like I, I was trying to find time and I went to one during the week and um, then another week I tried to go to the same one, but they weren't having it. And I just like didn't do a great job of making that special time for mass at least once a week. Um, and I could have got up earlier and went to the six o'clock uh, mass that they have down at the local parish, but I didn't. Um, so I kind of felt a little bit disappointed in myself cause I was like, oh, like, I wish I went the extra step, but you know, between life and family, kids, everything, um, you know, I, I just, I wasn't too hard on myself. Um, but then I also like, I had a lot of prayers I was doing. I was trying to pray, you know, pray for answers, but the future things, things in my head, what should I do, Lord? You know, how can I, how can I keep going, Lord? Um, I'll be honest. I kind of had this moment during Holy Week where, like I didn't, I feel like I didn't get a lot of answers from God. And I was pretty frustrated. I was like, all right, Lord, I wanted some answers. I, I fasted, you know, I did some good fasting. And, um, you know, I fasted from food for a couple times or, you know, a couple days. And I was like looking for answers about like specific things in my life and about the future and, um, you know, where I should go, what I should do, how I should continue, all these things. And I just like didn't get a lot of answers. I'll say the answers I wasn't looking for. I didn't get the answers I was looking for. So I had one of these brutal lessons in patience from God this Lent. And during Holy Week, it was kind of brought to me like, you know what? I was looking for direct answers from God and I was using Lent as, as my um, time to like comfort myself with answers. I was like, all right, Lord, I'm going to like fast today. And as a trade-off, I need, I need 
very clear answers about my life. But it didn't happen like that. And what I learned during this past Holy Week was that like, you know what? God was calling me to grow in trust with him more. You know, I think God was drawing me to be like, hey, trust me with like every little thing, house, things, finances, future, kids, where, when, who, what, how. Because if it was all on me and my strengths and abilities, when would I need God? If I just made everything happen in my life and I just like knocked down every pin in my life that I set up and knocked down, where could God work in my life? Where could I see God working in my life? I'd be to become too sufficient on myself. And I have a tendency to do that, to just do things myself. I'll take care of it. You know, God's great. Sundays, I'll pray pray and worship him. When it comes down to the nitty gritty of life, I'm going to take care of the details. I'm going to be pragmatic. And I'm going to take care of it myself. And I felt God say to me, hey, man, let God be God. Let me be God to you. Let me work in the details in your life and the things that seem far off, the things that seem impossible, the things that seem hard and challenging, trust in me with them. Trust in me that I have control of them. And, you know, felt God saying like, Pete, you were looking for answers to slant. You were looking for clear emails, texts, like social media posts. You were looking for answers, signs, wonders. And I'm not going to give them to you because what you, what I really wanted was just like the ability to check them off in my brain and my soul. Okay, good. I felt God gave me the answers to do one, two, and three. He wants me to live here. He wants me to do this for work. He wants me to have this many kids. He wants me to join this group. He wants me to start this thing. No, that's what I was looking for. God was saying, you need to trust that I'm going to put things in place for you. So, you know, a good lesson, a hard lesson to learn during Holy Week. And I was, you know, a little bit frustrated at first when I felt God revealing this to me. But it was so good for me to just like, let God be God. Let God be God for me in the future. So stay tuned because I don't really know what that means and we'll see what that means. Uh, So if you want to follow along, see how God's going to be God for me because I have no idea. I have zilch idea what that means or where he's going to take me. But I felt comforted knowing that like if I'm putting all of that in the future for God, in God's hands, and he's taking care of it, who better? Right? Wouldn't I want God to take care of those details rather than me? You know what I mean? It's like, because even as strong, talented, capable as I am, gosh, I make a lot of mistakes. And your boy makes a lot of mistakes and judges things wrong and picks B when he should pick A, goes down one when he should do two. So, you know, I've got a lot of pride, sin, um, shortcomings, human nature to overcome that I still need to grow in. That, like, I'm trusting the future with, I'm trusting my future in God's hands. And now I need to put that into practice. And I need to put that into practice in this Easter season. So this Easter season, Easter just happened. That was my Lent. Now that Easter's happening, I want to put that into practice. So how do I put into practice then this Easter season, these kind of things that I've learned, my experience during Lent, how do I live it out in the Easter season? I don't know if you guys can hear it. Can you guys hear that weed whacker outside of my apartment? If you can hear it, I'm sorry. I might have to put a little music under this because it's pretty loud and I kind of don't have a ton of time to be filming this. So we might just have to plow ahead. All right, so I think they just stopped and we're gonna plow ahead. So how do I live out what I've learned in Lent in the Easter season, in these 50 days of Easter? One is by sharing in the joy of the resurrection because the resurrection happened. Like it's an event. It happened 2,000 years ago that Jesus died for our sins and rose from the dead. 
And like, that is something that we as Catholics, as Christians, like hang all of our joy and our hope in that like, no matter how hard life gets, God gave us his risen self to be our hope. And so like that joy for me, I want to like live that out as like joy, not just like internal joy, but external joy. Be joyful. Don't be sullen. Don't be someone who's complaining. Don't be someone who's like, just like looking at the negative of everything. It's like, no, but like looking at the joy of life, God, it's like, it's so amazing that Jesus rose from the dead that like the reaction is then to be joyful about life. Like, Hey, no matter what comes my way, I share in the joy of the resurrection every day. And that's going to be something that I can like put my hope in. And so then that gives me a, a hopeful outlook on life. That gives me a hopeful outlook about um, the present moment, about the future. And so like, I want to be joyful. And you know, there's so many ways to do that. And I feel like I'm a naturally joyful person. I, I kind of have a natural positive outlook on life. But like, I want to be joyful at, at work. You know, like I spend a lot of time at work with people at work. And I want to like, share that joy of the resurrection, not just by saying like, hey, uh, how's everyone doing today's Monday meeting? Good. All right. Well, let's remember, be joyful because Jesus rose from the dead. Oh, not everyone's. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure that we're on the same page with that. Um, you know, like, so let's make smiles, have some big smile checks. Like I can't do that at work. That's not really the time or the place or the space in a, you know, like that. Um, so how do I do that? Well, I think by being joyful, like having a disposition, that's just like one of joy that no matter what happens, the good, the bad, the challenging that like, I'm joyful where people can say like, Hey, like it's something beyond you, Pete. There's something inside of you that's working. And it's like, yeah, like Jesus died for me and rose from the dead. And that brings me joy. That gives me a positive outlook on life. So that's what way to do it. You know, and if you're in school, if you're in college, high school, whatever, like having that joyful attitude, having that positive outlook, like that's the joy of the resurrection. That's the risen Christ living through you. Um, so I think that's a way that we can live out the resurrection this Easter season. I think another way we can live out our faith in the Easter season and really put some tangible things on like the 50 days of Easter is to share our experiences with each other. Sharing is so powerful. I think we're like, you know, when you share something that's challenging in your life, when you share something that's hard, a struggle you're going through and someone understands and you feel that kind of like that understanding for someone, that's powerful. Knowing that you're not being judged or they accept you for who you are, but also then sharing the day to day. Like there's power in sharing our lives with each other. And part of, you know, building community, part of, living life intentionally with one another is that we're sharing our life. We're not like hidden. We're not in the tomb. You know, our souls and our stories are not like still in the tomb. They're out of the tomb. And we got to share with each other our personal experiences. Like, so share with your friends, share with your community, share with your coworkers, share with your classmates, how God affected you this Lent, how God is working in you this Easter. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to share some of these things, just like I shared at the beginning, how my Lent went. I'm trying to share and show that, hey, this is how my Lent was. This is what I did good. This is what was challenging. This is how God has worked me. This is how God spoke to me. Because I think sharing these experiences, it shows God working and God moving. And that's powerful. Because when you see kind of like how God's working in other people, it can be like, oh my gosh, yeah, these thoughts in my head, they're not just like random firings of, of like my brain. This is like God moving in our hearts. So I encourage you, share your experiences this Lent during this Easter season. I promise you, your testimony, it might just see, it might just seem like small or trivial. It is not. It is powerful and people need to hear your story. Share your story. 
just like I'm doing right now, I'm talking to a camera in my apartment. Share your story. And lastly, I think a way we can live out our faith during the Easter season is by inviting the Holy Spirit into our prayer life, into our community life, and into our lives. Because like at the end of Easter season, it's the ascent, uh, the ascension and then Pentecost. So it's like the ascension happens, but then Pentecost happens. And Pentecost is when the Holy Spirit filled the apostles with zeal to go preach the gospel. And like, that's important. That's connected to the Easter season for a reason. Cause it's like, now Jesus is gone in heaven. Well, how do we do this? How do we actually live this life? And it's the Holy Spirit who is the source and the fire that burns to help us live this life. That, that part of the Trinity, you know, Holy Spirit as a part, as God helps us live our life that way with zeal. And so let's invite the Holy Spirit into our lives, into our conversations into how we're going about work, life, play, school, everything, because like that's the source of fire. That's the source of zeal. That's the source of answers. That's God living in us to preach the gospel, to live out the Easter season, to help make the changes that we promised ourselves during Lent. How do we do that in Easter? Inviting the Holy Spirit into our lives. So that's a little bit of my story this Lent. Um, you know, it was, a, it was a good Lent. I, you know, I was feeling a little down on myself because maybe I wanted to do more or I wanted to be better. But as Easter came, I felt comforted knowing that like I gave him my all, had a great kind of like revelation from God about putting more trust in him and him calling me on to put more trust in him. Even when I feel like I can't give more trust to God, it's like I got 500 feet of slack of rope to give God. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is how much, how much more trust can a guy give? But a lot, apparently, and I'm feeling more called on to give more trust to God. And then those three ways of how to live that out during the Easter season, um, you know, by sharing the joy of the resurrection, sharing our stories with others, and then living our life with the Holy Spirit, inviting the Holy Spirit into our lives. So that's this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you all had a great Lent and a great Easter filled with God candy, Easter baskets, whatever. I hope it was wonderful. Um, I also love Easter because the weather starts to break really nice. And I remember growing up in New Jersey, it's like the weather would just start to break and be warm. And it's just like, ah, this is the best. Now that I live in Texas, the weather's kind of nice year round. So don't have that same like experience of like, it's Easter, it's joyful, the weather's warmer, life is amazing. It's more like the life's, <laughs> it's more like the weather's always great. It's Easter, life is great. So Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Make sure you like and subscribe. Um, share this with others. Share this with anyone else in your life that you think might like this. Um, and I appreciate you all very much. Happy Easter. Talk to you all soon.